0: drifted alarmingly in the betting was you know fancy in the morning continued to drift there was late on the on the exchanges to lose it was something you'd see in a Dick francis novel of charles the ground is soft it's not it's heavy soft on time it's heavy okay
1: a very warm welcome to the Bar Stewards Enquiry Sunday Sermon, where this is our 200th podcast, Not Out, The Bat Is Raised. And tonight, for, for joining me on this uh, uh, epic show, lots to get through, uh, is my cohort and partner in crime, Jonas Lang. Good evening, John.
0: I can't believe we're 200 and not out, especially after the, every fucker we looks out last week.
1: We've managed. I would say we've done a we've done a terrific job over the last twelve months in the fact that we've sort of managed debate and discussion and upset all the racing media. <laughs> it's not a bad effort, really. Yeah, um, we're universally loved now. <laughs> yeah, and the Clarks and who else? Who else have we upset? There's just plenty. Uh, Kublers, we've upset them. Denise, um, but. Denise Coates, Yeah, yeah. Denise not personally here to to answer. But yeah, we've 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 upset plenty, I think. Uh we've done a good job over And and it's all it's all for you guys and for racing. So we'll as long as you want it, want us to keep recording and doing it, we'll do it. Because we don't get anything out of it. There's no pennies, there's no shekels coming from Paddy Power, Matt Chapman. Um, it's it's all it's all uh, for for the goodwill, um, power to the people, as we say. So joining us this show, disgracefully absent... Is uh, Chris Law Malver that, that messaged this afternoon saying big family barbecue? Sorry, can't do it. He's pissed up. Not doing the 200th shirt, a disgrace, and he is in disgrace. But not 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 for finding the right replacement here. We, we've we've got a good one. It, it, it's it's Councillor Woodman who also who you, some of you will know with his article from uh, the political betting with Penny Morden uh, and from past shows on the Gambling Review. Uh, welcome, Andrew.
2: Eveningly. Yes. Being loathed and not liked, I feel in perfect company being <laughs> well, a conservative councillor. But there conser-
1: we are. Conservative councillors, you know, I mean, they often get spat at, don't they? You know, it's 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 a it's, it's a it's a it's a it's a required
2: requirement of the job to be spat at and heckled. Well, although um, my disclaimer is, that I'm here in a personal capacity, just for <laughs> getting sued reasons and whatnot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> at, at least being off camera, Woody, you can go and a Jenkin if you feel like
2: it can Well yes, yes, I've got I've got I've got I'm looking at chapters as we speak. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay then. Let's get on with it. Uh mouthful of gin.
1: Two hundredth episode. Uh, gin fuel. That's what we like. So we'll start off with the review of the July meeting. Which took place from Thursday to Saturday last week, and I'm sure some of you will have done well. Some of some of us will done, especially me, will have done badly as usual. Do I ever do any good? I don't think so these days. Anyway, so on the Thursday,
0: that trust fund to file back (laughs) on (laughs) me. It's
1: it's it's been a tough year. I think it's golf club anyway that's that's doing this. He's he's been backing me for a while, and you know, it's I think it's the weight. It's the seven pound penalties. Because of him. But anyway, the first day was that Dover Legend won the Bahrain Trophy. I felt that it was a front end sort of bias stage on on the Thursday where like everything sort of did very well on the front end. And Walker Stars showed his quality but the other side of him as well when he finished third in that, where he's just a difficult ride, isn't he? Yeah. He needs to gild him again, really. Yeah, yeah.
0: Show uh, yeah. yeah, back on and then chop him up again, I mean.
1: <laughs> Yeah, let, let him think he's got him again and then, yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> right, so, yeah, that's Walker Stars. If you like Walker Stars, uh like I did, because it was a bit of value, I felt. Um, he, just, he just completely tossed it off. Um, but that's him. Uh, Persian Force, very impressive with that little big bear running in the, uh, uh, the July stakes. Uh, moving quickly on, Uh Princess of Wales, the dirty um, Arabian Nights deciding to uh, pacemaker, which we've not seen much of this season and Charlie Appleby decided to use James on Global Storm as the actual pacemaker John, did you watch that?
0: I did and uh, I think U B has been needing that he's it, it, been needing a bit of pace to run it so I, th- I thought that was a smart move I um, don't know what the farm stacks up to like because when you've got that thing of the kilt running second
1: um, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. Well it's like, one we need to worry about in the king well, yard, is it? What I what I couldn't believe, and this is where like, I, I'm in the binner lately. I, I I mean obviously people know this is what I do full time, and I couldn't have your beer this day because if anyone watched Belmont um where it ran in the, in the uh, man of war, it literally Walked out of the cupboards, gave them six for nothing. Look, temp, look, pure temperament. Nothing else. He just didn't want to go into stride. And you thought, well, how can? And then you've got like racing blogger bouncing up and down on the morning of the race. Ah, oh, it's a, a big bet. You be a big, you know. I mean, it's like how? How do you? How do you want to put lots of cash down at eleven away when the horse just walked well, you must out? you must the tell it's
0: not your own fucking cash, yeah, aren't you? That's <laughs> how we tell that.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's, it, I, I, this is where I'm lost. That logic is, isn't applying. It just seems well. It, it does, doesn't matter that it walked out of, uh, of the stalls at Belmont. It's obviously back to its very best. And well, I mean, the horse has ran its race, no doubt. But but uh, they're reading it better than me. But how are you back at horse at eleven eight? That's just decided? and by the way, refused to pass that one of the kilts at, <laughs> at the spring meeting. If you remember, do you remember uh, when it but, ran? But uh, yeah, uh, living legend.
0: At risk of labouring the point, if he was playing with his own cash, he'd hardly ever leave his fucking bed set and man backing up in your bet.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's I, I, I I didn't get it to be honest. And again, another costly race for me. And then what we we saw off TV, off ITV, the uh, Henry Cecil Stakes, um, uh, the Listed Affair, which looked probably better than a Listed contest, John. On on what we what we. But we looked at the principles. 113, Mighty Ulysses, 109, Alf Layla, 111, Berkshire Shadow, and Luigi riding a good race. I felt because he, because he basically <laughs> let Bar- Berkshire Shadow quicken up, and he didn't. Luigi didn't panic, and then, then he, then he just decided to um, let him go, and did, I thought it rode quite well.
0: I, I was a bit disappointed after the race actually because I was expecting uh, the Towser or Slim to pop up. And say how brilliant their man management skills had proven to be with the <laughs> fast sabbatical for Frankie, and how he'd come back better than ever, entirely thanks to their sabbatical regime that they had implemented. Even though Slim had been spending most of the time watching tipping point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I mean the old. See, the thing is, listen to Gosden literally throw a Frankie under a under a bus again. If you know, it, 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 he's a man that. Will never admit that he's wrong. We we agree on that, don't we? Absolutely. Never. I mean, the the thing is, it's it's. I I get his concerns for Frankie and stuff like that, but most of this is usually done behind closed doors. You don't get to see this sort of thing with traders and jockeys because. Well, you, unless you're Brian Ellison and you're just dragging one off in Parade Ring at York after a bad ride. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> we were there that day. I mean, I mean that's, that's the thing. Usually you don't get to see that in the public domain. So it's, it's been a very sordid affair and one that I felt the journalists have spent too much time on. So we'll move on. <laughs> we'll go, go to the Friday's card. And this was sort of, again... A uh, bit, bit of a front-end day. We we had New London being well back, winning the handicap. Uh, uh, the, the the first uh, point of controversy, which brings us on to our first top, topic as well, about stewarding, and we're going to bring in the Derby Dazzler here. This is the Duke of Cambridge, uh, Duchess of Cambridge, Duke of Cambridge, Duchess of Cambridge Stakes, which, John, am I right? Is this formerly the Cherry Hinton? Yes. Yeah, the, another name change for the Royals. <clears throat> um Terrible, really, isn't it? It's, it's the cherry and Darby dazzle has been on, and he said, what did you make of the Morge-Lazou inquiry? He says, I wouldn't want Ray Dawson defending me in court. That's for sure. And in his view, I, I get the feel He didn't say his view, but I get the feeling he, he doesn't think that was the right decision. What did you make of that? i
0: took the album, I
1: Because,
0: I mean, he took the other one. asked the, the racing line that the jockey had selected for her. Yeah. And if she kept to that race, line, she'd have won. For me, I, I, it wasn't the quickest in taking corrective action
1: either. No, I was punting Lazou to get the race. I'd got a winning position on Morge, and I and I threw it all in the bin um, to take a winning position on Lazou, because I couldn't believe the betting. They were betting something like threes on and threes, and then apparently on Channel f- uh, Channel, I always say Channel Four racing. I'm not I, on ITV racing. They asked Frankie what what he th- he thought. And he actually said the best horse. What the best horse won. So I mean, what an idiot! I I mean, it's all theatre anyway, and it's like eight as well. I I mean, that's just that's a balmy thing to say. Um, So then it went sort of eights on and sixes after Frankie had said that because they were showing it live. I wasn't watching watching it live, but apparently that's what happened. And then Ray Dawson gave his defence, which was remarkable. Uh, It was more or less like, yes, well. yeah uh, as you can see, I, it was it was trying to hang away from the crowd. I mean what a load of bullshit. It was trying to hang away from the crowd and um I suppose I could have been a little bit quicker in you know uh, uh, correcting correcting my horse up and 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 basically just saying, well you know the, the point for me is this and Ruby Walsh made a, a fantastic point on racing TV where he said, yes, did the best horse win? Probably. I I probably agree that the the winner Morge would have won anyway, barring the interference. That's my view. I'm not saying that's everyone's view. However, when you consider Ray Dawson has made no attempt to correct his mount at any point, right? He's got the whip in the the same hand. He's carried on uh, giving it some shillelagh, and and he's done absolutely nothing to straighten his horse. Like Ruby Walsh says, how much... Lengths does Morge lose if Ray Dawson has to sort of like drop stop whipping, go hands and heels and switch his whip hand yeah, how much momentum does that actually lose that 's never taken into account though in inquiry it 's just the actual yeah. interference yeah. which which and the point the message we 're sending here for me is wrong it's saying you can do that, and as long as the margin is still sort of big yeah. enough it's it, it's it, very. Yeah. It's very difficult to throw you out. Now, there's two ways you could sort this. You could go one way where you could say, right, for punting purposes, we're not going to punish the people that's that's probably, you know, deserve to win the race anyway. But what we're going to do is we're going to disqualify for prize money purposes the connections of the of the winner, and and the and the jo- and the jockeys' uh, pennants. So you could you could bring that into it. Now, there's some people that say, yeah, but we know jockeys like a bet. and and sometimes the bets are going to be worth more than the actual prize money especially especially in low class racing which i kind of agree it's like take the fine take the ban no one's bothered you've had five grand on it so i get that side as well but i i do think the stewards need some like more more lines of punishment where if they feel a jockey has deliberately tried uh, to win a race by using such tactics, as Ray Dawson, who's got previous as well for this, um, then it's just a case of we're going to take your take your percentage and your riding fee away from you, as a, as a and maybe fine them as well on mm. top, just to make you know. So it's not just you losing your, your your percentage, your riding fee, but maybe like a, a two thousand pound fine as well on top to sort of say right, well you're not going to do that again, are you? In a rush. It's it's that kind of thing we need, I think, to straighten it up because. It's just... It's ugly. It's ugly to watch. You don't get it in other jurisdictions. Australia, you don't get it. USA, you certainly don't get it. France, you probably don't get it. Ireland, don't get nearly as much as this. And I just think our rules are needing bringing back into line. So, great point, Derby Dazzler. Um OK, we moved on to the um, the Falmouth, one uh, run, run by Prosperous Voyage. Bit of a farce, John. Farce of a race. I,
0: I was kicking myself up the ass after this because... I'm always looking for lately bounce candidates.
1: There wasn't a bigger
0: bounce candidate than Inspiral, was there really?
1: Well, I know, I know the thing is, I mean, it's terrible after timing, doesn't it? If, if we start saying that, nah, Inspiral... Well, I'm, I
0: didn't do anything about it, this, this is the point, I mean, I'm, I'm only after timing to, to the extent of saying what a fucking stupid bastard I am. Yeah. For not acting on it. Um, yeah. But it, it, honestly, for somebody who often looks for a bouncer, this didn't enter my head until they picked the stick up,
1: three out, and I
2: thought, "Yeah, fucking
1: clunker." Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was painful for me because I had the forecast uh, <laughs> the wrong way around. Um, so yeah, so it was, it was, it was a, it was a bad thing. I get your point, and, and I've watched. A, to be honest, I've watched a few from Ascot. There was that filly today of um, that star of something, uh, with Noel Meads at Fairy Out in the Group Three. That's back. That's bounced from the Jersey. There's a lot seem to seem to be bouncing from Ascot, you know, not quite running up to scratch. So maybe maybe it's just like if you if you are running back this quick from Ascot, maybe some of them are feeling it, John.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's possible. Because um, there was some spectacularly good performances, and quite a lot I haven't entirely backed them up. Have they? you know, I mean, I know uh the Hagger house in the mail six handicap whose name escapes me at the minute is it? Something like that. yeah 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 yeah. yeah
1: yeah
0: um that one i know it was up 13 pound but that was a little bit underwhelming I, I did expect a bit more foot from that one at the the business end
1: um it was dropped to but, that last though yeah yeah um do you think you were that bothered because do, 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 do you reckon like it's one of them it, like it 104 will get you in the Evo, won't it? So, yeah, but it's fit anyway,
0: so why run it?
1: I know, I don't know. I oh, know, that's a good point. Dunno. Pass on that one. The shirt, dunno. You, 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 wouldn't, you wouldn't want
0: to float up at this stage of the season, would you? When you've got your mark and you're, yeah. you're rock, you just take him over to the Evo,
1: wouldn't you? But, yeah, I totally agree. It's a strange one. It's a strange one. Um, we'll talk about a strange place in yesterday that I know, you, I know you and I agree on this. But anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. But... John Hines has been on, and he says, uh, Leopardstown Friday night, 8.30 race. Uh, I've watched it, John, and I can honestly say it. he's <laughs> It's one of the – they've all bet it. They must have done. They, it's, they've just let one go 10 clear. And they just sat yeah. off it and sat off it. It was one of them like 15, 20 length jobs. But the, but this is this is what I said to John privately. I said, yeah, but it, it's amateur riders. You know, it's, it's like they'll They'll go into the stewards and say, go easy, boss, we're learning our trade. But it, 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 I mean, you see this a lot in Ireland in these amateur, amateur events. You know, it's not the first one. It won't be the last. Um, anything that sort of pokes an easy lead that gets well bet. Um <laughs> But yeah, it, it looked it looked a bit iffy. Um, so, Except for a well didn't it? Yeah, well that's it. Yeah, I, I, thing is, I don't think I our were, playing at that point, so I I, I didn't even watch it live. Yeah. But it's a shame because I think I'd have been waning as well. Um, okay, we'll move on to Saturday's action, terrific action it was really some some of it. Um, I very much enjoyed um watching it, and we'll go to Newmarket first, the superlative was fought out by Isaac Shelby and Victory Dance. And as predicted on our tipping show on Friday, we, we were very keen on the two and against the kilt. And John was pleasingly um, liking the fact that the kilts dropped away um, and, and, was, and was tailed off. Ran too green was the official excuse from the yard. He had
0: the tail runs, hadn't he, you, you know?
1: I mean, yeah.
0: if you've been able to get a proper preparation at the house and get five or six in, the mean, before I
1: yeah, what do you make of the front two, then? Do you like him?
0: I think the the runner-up is
1: probably going to
0: show better for him next year over a mile and a quarter, possibly even a mile and a half. Yeah. Um, I think he was keeping on quite nicely, and the other one just had that little bit more zip at the end. Um, Brian Main, though, isn't it? So it won't train on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. yeah, you said on Friday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then we went to Bunbury Cup, and um, uh, and, and uh, <laughs> booking the trend. Well, bucket, yeah, booking the trends. We've 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 bleated on on bastards for yonks about David Simcock and 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 the Spencer duo, and uh, they win with the eight year old. Eight year olds aren't supposed to win Bunbury Cups either. Slowly into stride, held up in rear, and coming through nicely to win rather comfortably. Thoughts, jump.
0: When it snug. um, it's just a dangerous horse when things drop right, isn't it? Mm. You know, um, it's it's a dangerous outfit, isn't it? As we way saying. If the road are rode a mile properly, the best yard in the country.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you if you're a listener, Mr. Simcock, yes, you would be, you would be, you would take over from the shirt. Great um,
0: infantry out today, didn't they? Yeah, catching tenabres
1: the july cup was won by john selection alcohol free um doing it again very nicely in the end um yeah no no fluke about it just just absolutely winning very well under the train driver
0: yes uh, i think it just proved the theory right actually that she ran a lot of the last race in the soap because she showed she showed plenty in that race really um she 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 wasn't blindsiding in anybody. I don't think. Um, she you know I don't, I don't think she would predict the inspired spot. I don't think like that. Um, I, I think I think a lot of the sprinters are like much of a muchness though. You know I think probably just carry on and keep beating each other.
1: What 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 do you think to the um, separate separate sort of subject apprentices brought through by Kingsclare. Over the years, and I, the reason I want to pick your brains is because recently, obviously, we've had Jason Watson, Oshie Murphy, Will Buick, David Probert, and I think Rob Hornby. Obviously, is riding now. I don't know if Rob Hornby was brought by, brought through by Kingsclear, but they've certainly got a history. Ian, um, Andrew. Of uh, is it Emma Balding as well? I'm not sure uh, that, that sort of yeah. brings, the, brings these jockeys through now. Can you remember any, any uh, like any from sort of yesteryear coming through from that camp?
0: Uh, you've sprung one on me there, not off the top of my head, really. But
1: at the have always had this
0: knack of getting the old school claimers, and I think the ball has appreciated that the value of getting seven pounds off a lot of the yeah. time. You know um even in maidens and things you know um because if you if you've got one that you're pretty certain can run to 80 you know you you stick a kid up that you think capable you're going to be very hard in a maiden at most tracks and I, I think they're a really really good outfit for that i, I think they're certainly better than the british racing skill
1: yeah but I, they, I mean you you look at british racing. Really. I mean, British racing school, Christ. I, I mean, they've had—is it, is it Richard Perham? Is it Dave Cross? They've had some absolute horrors. Um, you know, I, I mean, he's—he's like learning. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't. I can't put it into words that why? Why don't we employ some of the best retired jockeys uh, to do this job instead of like jockeys that won't ride you twenty winners a year? You know, it's—it's it's just mental. It's
0: it's like having an Academy for Builders and sticking Fred West in, isn't
1: it? <laughs> exactly. Back, back to the review. Um, so, yeah, the, the July Cup, uh, obviously uh, disappointing. Per- perfect power. What a terrible ride from, 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 from the the frog on that one.
0: Yeah, he wouldn't be the most experienced on the July course,
1: would he? <laughs> what on earth was that? It, it popped out quite nice, and you're thinking, well, right, sit handy then. Okay. No, 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 none of that. No, none of that. dropped dropped it dropped it out. Absolutely stone cold Steve Austin. You know, and, and and I didn't understand. I didn't understand any of it. It just just made no sense. I bet they were incensed after that. The, the owners and, and the and there's sca- the, the,
0: the, the sca- Nothing worse for a punter to say a horse in a sprint hit the hissing sids and then the yucky text back.
1: Yeah. Just sit, just yeah. sit. If he'd have sat sort of handy, but he just let it go right back. No, no movement, no, no. Yeah, nothing. It's not
0: justification for drifting back under any circumstances, really.
1: Well, what price would you have gone? Artorius, the Australian horse that I made the point the other day about being slowly away and not suited to the to the July yeah. course, yeah. Um, ran well in third. It was about three lengths behind that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I- Uh, well how how much
1: would you have done on match betting there oh well that's it i I mean i mean it's just this is why the game's so hard because how on earth do you legislate for that if someone said to me is perfect power likely to sit behind artorius uh i'd say not really no no, not much chance of that Mm. um and and then uh, that's exactly what he does um so perfect power backers, you had absolutely. And then the, the thing is though, connections are thicker as well. Because what they'll do now is uh, he's not really a six furlong horse. Um, so now they'll go again. They'll, they'll go seven furlongs, maybe a mile again. He'll be all right at seven. I, I, I don't I don't dispute that. But there's n- there's no way he's a, he can win top class six furlong races. I'm I'm also adamant of that. Um, so it was just a disappointing ride for for all concerned. Um,
0: You'd expect him to win the Vernons,
1: wouldn't you? I would. Have, yes. You you're nice headwind at Um, You know, like you get some. You often get headwinds at Airdock. You know, like sort of good, good to soft ground. Um, it
0: wouldn't really matter what he does
1: there, would it? No, no, he'd win that because everything had just dropped right, um, and that's it. That's the. I mean. Sumion can do what he wants then. So yeah, the scaffolder, be uh, seething, good, <laughs> not a friend of the show. Um, so then we come to York. Uh, what I mean, talk about a race course getting it right. You saw Saturday's scenes. Chester's empty. The charging, forty or fifty, sixty pound to get in their enclosures. Uh, the 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 concourse was empty an hour before the first, and yeah. York, it was like geez, the middle was rammed, the 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 far side of the course was rammed. And again, talk about a track that knows what it's doing and gets it absolutely right. Even when they started getting it wrong at the start of the season when the they went cashless and then but they listened to the clientele. The clientele spoke and they they reversed the decision. And this is a this is a track that often gets it right, hence the big crowd. It never suffers from small crowds and again other tracks and racecourse executives need to take a leaf out of york's book that that infield on saturday must have had i don't know I, i'm going i'm going to put a guess at 20,000 people just in the middle there must have been it was absolutely rammed uh, from side to side um and and you know at 12 quid ahead i mean what better value in racing than that john 12 quid ahead that's so uh, you know if there's twenty thousand in the middle, that's that's two hundred and forty thousand, you know in gate receipts plus whatever they spend and the bookies will be loving it bloody everyone's happy. That's how to do it. Race should make more use of the space they have, creating nice environments for families, for people. I mean. How much does it cost to get a load of picnic benches in? Like York have also done for the silver enclosure where they've put lots and lots of picnic benches in the in the silver ring so families can go along and you get to sit down. How many racecourses can you say that where you can't get a seat? You're walking around, say you've took the kids out, for, you can't get a seat. That's no good. You're not going to come back. So these tracks don't even think forwards. They just, they just look at what they can charge and they think, right, yeah, it's 40 notes to get in, it's seven quid a pint. You can't sit anywhere, but we don't care. <laughs> You're in now. We're not bothered.
0: I, I think, to be fair to Chester, it's a little bit like comparing apples to bowling balls, though, because they are they are really stuck for space.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get that. But I mean, they, but they use the infield well at Chester. There's yeah. there's lots of champagne. There's champagne lawns. There's nice nice things to do in the middle at Chester. Yeah. Um. It's 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 just the fact that one. One, one, a lot of tracks have this thing where they still live in sort of pre-pandemic, where it's I don't know, it's thirty quid to to get in, and, and then it's and then by the time you've had a bet, it's fifty. You've had to to eat and a drink, and it's fifty quid. Well, don't, don't don't get me wrong. I
0: think they're going to have to look at the price structure at a lot of these tracks.
1: I think so. If they want to carry on racing, and they're not sucking off the tit of the media rights deal, which a lot of them are. And a lot of them are just getting fat off it because they they know they don't have to attract custom because they're making enough to survive off the off the telly deal. Now when that when that ends and it, it's renewed and let's say it's less, which I bet it is going to be less, I'll have a big bet it's going to be less. What are they going to do then? What's the forward thinking then? They've pissed off all the local customers because local customers say, "Well, fuck this! I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not going here spending this, and you, you're just ripping me off." So they're it's. It's the wrong message they're sending, I think. See, for me,
0: Chester didn't even need to race yesterday. Look at the race today. If she would if stopped somebody in a betting shop anywhere in the country yesterday and asked them to name three runners from Chester,
1: I bet they couldn't. Yeah, you're right. I, you're, you're dead right. I, 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 I had a scan of the cards, but not a not a thorough look, because it was, it was just impossible. You know, you've know, you got major racing to go through. So, like you say well, you other, pulled out-
0: And that, that's the last place you were going to look for a bet, wasn't it?
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, if
0: it went on today, you tell Gasol jumps tracks racing. Particularly when I love it.
2: Yeah, Racing still doesn't know what it's doing with Sundays though, does it? No.
1: You know, do you know like what what makes me mad? That the Sky Bet Sunday Sunday series, these that that the, the, they've got decent prize money. Yeah. But we we not. It's only done for bookmakers it's not done for families because they start it at three thirty or four o'clock. Yeah. And it ends at seven o'clock. Or six until bookies shut. Now, I'm sorry, but families that that want to go racing on a Sunday, you know, kids are probably in bed an hour after that. And if you've got to travel and and everything else and they they wound up on Coca Cola or whatever, it's no good. If you're doing Sunday racing properly, you probably do a France and you start at sort of, you know, I don't know, one o'clock, 12 o'clock, and you you finish at three o'clock so they can get back home, kids are bath, bed. And they've still had a good day out racing. So bookmakers, again, it's, it's a good initiative from Skybet, and I bet a lot of trainers are loving it. Grant Show will be one of them, people like that love the extra prize money. Lots of trainers will be thinking no, what you're talking about this is a good initiative. But if we're attracting race goers, it's not a good initiative because they cut you know, it's not it's not saying I mean I mean, Woody, you, you've you you you've got young kids, you know, if you were second racing on a Sunday, it wouldn't be ideal, would it? Like, if you leave racetrack at, say, quarter to seven.
2: No, I mean, I've tried it a couple of times. Went to Nottingham, which didn't have enough picnic benches or anything like that. That wasn't a great experience. And yeah. I went to Leicester and didn't have an ice cream done. Um But, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you can't get, you can't go on till six, seven o'clock once a pump full of Haribo's and what have you. You won't be asleep till ten. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you've got to be finishing at four or five o'clock. Because Sundays... Right. Sundays really, what I've
1: seen from, from going racing on Sundays, more families tend to go racing Sunday. It tends to be Saturdays. It's all about the lads, 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 and you know, let's get on it. You know, snort yourself silly and whatever. Yeah. And then, so, <laughs> and then Sundays, it's about you know the, the general feeling then changes because no one's getting bladdered because they're or too bladdered because they've got to get up for work Monday morning.
2: So, that's a good thing about York, though, isn't it? Having the family enclosure, and then you know, where where you can keep away from the, you know, the, the guys who are coked up looking for a fight. Yeah,
1: per, per, perfect, answer. Um, you, you know, that's it. Tracks need to look at uh, utilizing the space they've got better. And there's plenty of space. Most tracks have got plenty of space. I know we use a bad example like John said in Chester, but th- there's tracks with plenty of space and should promote these enclosures not not family fun day we're a bit of face painting and about a bouncy castle but actual a proper family day experience art that's 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 nice it's it's you know like they, uh, like well it, beverly you
2: know, do it don't they the,
1: beverly use the infield well yeah use beverly yeah. do it the same use the infield use the middle uh i went in the middle at beverly as a kid and, and you know he's good yeah, he's 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 it's good. It's, it, I can't fault certain tracks on how they do it, but there's a lot of tracks for me that are just really underperforming. Is that is that the, the staff job? Is that people that they employ? Well,
0: in the, like the caretaking side, do you
1: mean? Or... No, no, no. Like the so basically, if you're if you're a chief executive of a mm-hmm. race course, you've got your staff under you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, do you think the under? Don't you think it's important that they understand the local community? Right, oh, Yeah. yeah. You could have as much qualifications, couldn't you, as you want, but...
0: You see, a lot of the catering things are subbed out, aren't they? Um,
1: Yeah.
0: Like the the infield at rent there's a lot of uh, little units that people rent all year. Really, whether there's any take, or not? What what standard of grub and drinks and cups of tea or whatever you've got on sale in the infield? Well, yeah, depends on the take-up of people renting the unit.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, over, overwhelmingly it's, it's the independent tracks which we call out as the better ones I mean, York's an independent track, isn't it? Yeah. Beverly yeah. Um, Ark and Jockey Club racecourses are the ones which they've probably got corporate structure and no one local dare makes a decision for fear of getting a bollocking from the MD or something like that Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not
0: what you class as family-friendly, is it, really? I mean no. Yeah, you know, it's... Uh... <laughs> I mean, I, I love play. Well, they're really male anyway, and uh, they, they could do a lot more to get some family action going. But it's a little bit run like a closed shop, that you know. I think uh, it's a bit like these old gentlemen's clubs in, in in town. You know, you get in there and you think, should I be in there? You know. And,
2: uh, Which gentlemen's clubs have you been in, John? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, well, hey. it, it, even the ones that aren't terribly exclusive, Woody, I think should have here, <laughs> you <know?
1: laughs> Me and the producer went in, in one, one month in Brighton. Hmm. Yeah, tremendous. Yeah, well, <laughs> Lots of cash needed.
0: <laughs> you, you can't raise a nice sit on a Chesterfield and a glass of
2: port, can you? Really?
1: Well, that, well, that's it, you know. It
2: and a choice way. cigar, of course. <laughs> feller asleep with the telegraph over his face. <laughs> <laughs> right, on to the John Smith's Cup.
1: <laughs> it's a nice, uh, diverse subject. Gentlemen's Club's to John Smith's Cup. The Magnet Cup. Uh, yeah. Won by the the late Gambled and Mart. Owen Burroughs can train, John. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, as Deb's little <laughs> pointed out. Yes. She, she was quite flabbergasted, wasn't she? Yeah. yeah, then he had another one later on. She nearly went into flange spasm. Still, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, it was quite an impressive winner, really.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He, uh, he dead he
0: go forward, but then again, first time out, maybe back it to bounce next time. I'll add in, yeah,
1: because
0: yeah. he'll rush it out, won't he? He it up somehow, <laughs> probably.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, yours squeaked in six just fine, the, the, the jelly beans. Uh, squeaked it into your extra places, bet
0: you know. Yeah, it was a bit jammy, really. He um, just wasn't quick enough to take gaps when they did present themselves, and then he found himself shuffled back a bit. I think he, with a completely clear run, he might have finished first, but that would have been it, I think.
1: Yeah. Okay, we'll move on to the uh, 440, which this is the race where I think I think some people want our opinion on this for a change. Um, the, the City Wall Stakes, Royal Acclaim. The filly that got got probably more recognition for winning the City Walls than the July Cup winner. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, um, up until about four minutes before the race, I don't think the people of Twitter were aware that we have one of the top paddock men in the country on the spot <laughs> reporting back to us, Adam Norman. Yes. He actually. He actually. Broke his uh, confidentiality clause and went public with his opinion (laughs) before the race. (laughs) What an absolute beaut Roy Acclaim was. And he's backed that up today with an astonishing tweet, really, where, I mean, I know Ken Pitterson's got his critics, but I've never, ever, ever heard him say he wanted to fuck one. (laughs) <laughs> it was so good looking oh. which just shows not only do we have the best paddock judge in the country we also have probably the dirtiest
1: <laughs> Adam Norman the dirtiest paddock man in the land
0: Adam a worked... Dirty Bastard Norman
1: he, 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 he said she brought a lump to the trousers he said that was his exact tweet, you know. Well, it's like...
0: Unbelievable.
1: Um, <laughs> and Pit- ITV Pitterson has never said anything like that.
0: that to be honest, I, I just feel deeply ashamed.
1: <laughs> but, there you go. <laughs> right, on to Royal Acclaim's performance then. Right, yeah. This is interesting. I want to hear what you want, what you're thinking.
0: At the end of the day, she beat a jaded handicapper who was lacking a prep. Um... <laughs>
1: Because if if
0: could have got a, a, a freshener into him last week, he'd have probably run a bit better.
1: Yeah, it should have run. Yeah, should have run him.
0: You know, um, I think really you'd be hard pressed to give him more than one or six from the bare result. Yeah. You know, I mean, because otherwise, what are you giving Monday, make? You know, I mean, he, he's not only had his balls out for everybody to have a look at. He's waggled it around for six months, hasn't he? <laughs>
1: you know what it looks like yeah, yeah.
0: exactly so i mean you, you'd have to upgrade some very very exposed sprinters give her anything like the sort of racing where you'd say well that's the nuns are over
1: it'll come as no surprise to you that the racing posts have gone to town they've given mondemedge a racing post rating of 110 brilliant mackina has run above himself 107 right the interesting one right and this is how i handicap the race and This should be a lesson to anyone that's following the racing game and betting and doing it properly, right? How can Corker have run, according to the Racing Post, two pounds above its mark? Trip notes, reluctant to load, slowly away, which it was, completely missed the kick, towards rear, against the dead rail, the stand side route, nothing's winning up there. No, nothing's won up there since nineteen eighty eight. And pushed along two furlongs out, ridden and headway ran on final furlong, went third final strides. So according to the Racing Post, that performance from Corker is, I'm not. It's probably a career best. How can it be a career best when it's missed the kick? I mean, so straight away, that's not ran to its mark. That's not ran to one hundred and four. It can't have. It's impossible, right? It's giving the. It's also giving the Philly five pound. So if you say Corker's run five pound below its best, John, or let's be generous, let's say we'll give we'll say three pounds below its best. will we'll we'll be you know. So you put Corker in at hundred and one, press calculate using the magic calculator button, and Royal Claim comes out hundred and five. Mondegreen hundred and three, which is about right. Mackinac hundred, <coughs> bang on. Just under the bottle ninety five. Winter Power, which we stated on Friday, is probably dead, eighty eight. It kind of works out. Yeah. That, that that so so who's right? I mean I mean yes. Don't get me wrong. It's hundred and five with a massive plus. You know it, it's 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 a huge plus. I mean I, I can't stress that. You know I, I love all the plaudits and how it looked and, and how it's done it. But the fact remains with the weight concession because obviously it's a filly against um, uh, not 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 getting the the penalty sort of so to speak like with Corker. Mm. Um, it, it can't have run to more than to hundred and five hundred and six, John you spot on you spot on on rating you are it's just it's just people won't listen to that no. they'll they're already backing it to win a nunthorpe it's it's done done dusted that's it. It will win the Nunthorpe and that's that Love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah, but that's it so i I'm like you, I take it on numbers and facts and I'm afraid it's very difficult to give it more numerically than than what we've just said. However, th- there is a caveat, and we do think it's a lot better than that. So to finish Saturday's review off, uh, one from John Mack, he- he's questioned, the- not questioned, but pointed this out, and I think it's a very, very good point, John. He goes, At Ascot this week, they're putting a false rail. I didn't see any hard-luck stories from the races I watched. Is this the future?
0: I think you made an excellent point. Yeah, I do. Because... Ascot's not suitable for a big failure on the round course. Not suitable at all. Uh, the straight is too short. A cutaway like that, or something slinging them into the middle of the track is is fantastic, really.
1: It'd make the, the Royal Meeting better, wouldn't it? Totally, totally. I think I think
0: it should be a massive campaign to get that actioned.
1: Well, I mean, if you, uh, Nick Davis, who's obviously a good contributor to the show, he's always said about, he looks out when Chester have the cutaway. Yeah, because Chester rides totally different when there's the cutaway because simply because obviously when they, when they come off, yeah. um, if, if the front runner goes, goes to the rail, then there's more room down the center. And if the front runner doesn't, then there's there's room for something to nip up the inside.
0: It's not even the same spot, is it? No,
1: it's totally you watch Chester when there's no cutaway and it's just like front runner, front runner, front runner. And mm. then the cutaway comes. It just makes it that more um, competitive. Um, so, yeah, John Mike, brilliant point. That's something that, that right to got, not that it'll do any good. Um, they'll probably just say that's a one-off and, and you know, and, and that's it. Um, and then you're back to b- bad-looking running, etc., etc. Did you watch the pre-John Pratt today, John? I did. Yeah, Tenebrism showing a lovely turn of foot.
0: I was impressed with Tenebrism, I think, back to the Chaveley Perk was.
1: You've, in- like, you've liked her, are not you?
0: I was impressed with her last time actually. I, I didn't think she saw it out behind in Spiral. But I thought she ran a nice race. I was, I was a bit pissed off when we saw so I didn't back her today, to be honest.
2: Yeah.
0: But I didn't have an eye on light infantry, how he was going to get on. So I ended up having no bet. Because um, I think you know about backed light infantry in the SJP, on if I was trying to take him out, I was interested to see a big low
1: Yes, you know, these
0: things happen. Them's the breaks, as someone said this week.
1: It is them's, and and the the thing is for me, it it, it yet again shows that the uh, the male three year old colts guineas form. It's not holding up, is it? No. You know, we've said it on native trail beating an eclipse. Um, We've had a Caribus that should not have won the St. James's. Um, LaSalle, uh, it's just not it's the perfect power's come out and won the but that was over shorter. Uh, he's just not not the race that probably everyone thought it might be, you know, after when they crossed the line. Um, definitely looking more disappointing now. Hmm, okay, we'll move on. Lots happening in the world this week. Obviously, uh, uh Bozo, uh, kicked out of his job, uh, for being useless. Uh, no surprises there. And obviously that's caused much um, cons- uh, consternation. Who's is- going to take over from Bozo? And um, you two, in particular, have thrown your hats into the ring well ages ago, yonks ago. Uh, Woody with Penny Morden. Um, what price did you
2: make Penny Morden at, Woody? Uh, a bit of fourteens and a bit of sixteens. I keep bumping into people who've bumped to who've backed to at fifties and sixty sixes. So.
1: Yes. Well, I'm going to report you for insider trading. Uh, and John, um, what price have you uh, got for Tom? Tom? Tom Tuggan? That
0: small thirty-three and uh, considerably larger twenty pounds.
1: Yeah, another disgrace, really. Um, so, so, so you're both on at big odds uh, for your two candidates. How are you feeling? Who's? Who? What? What? What's your feeling at the current prices um, for the next leader of the uh, the lunatic party? Oh, everybody. <laughs> I'm not sure I could
2: quit qu- a lunatic part. <laughs> <laughs> the Conservative Union part, yes. Um, Rishi Rish is way too short. I mean, I, he keeps bumbling down to, going down to about six to four, 13 to eight. He went out back out to two to one earlier and is now back into 13 to eight. And I can't see what has happened there. It's almost as if there's someone who's... Um, who's not necessarily got a financial motivation for, who wants to just keep backing it in to make it look like he's a favourite. I mean, he has got the most MP backers, but he's he's getting slaughtered in the press for not having working class friends and various other um, issues. So it just looks very, very short, a bit of a false favourite to me. And let's be let's be let's be fair here. This is a chancellor that is that
1: is uh, not really of Tory values. I mean, high tax, big spend, uh, massive money printing—something um, which has got us potentially in this situation where we are now. So, why do we want a chancellor that's that's all for all that? Would he?
2: Well, I've had it put to me that he's actually a social democrat. Um, really? I mean, I have I have met him. And I found him very personable and very pleasant. He spoke he spoke very well. But um, the pro, his main problem, I think, is going to be that he's being depicted as a bit of a snake, yeah. particularly by the Boris enthusiasts. who will look at that very slick campaign video which came out within 24 hours. The fact that it was all registered a few months ago and that he was one of the ones who delivered the hammer blow to um, to Boris that forced him out. And the fact is, if it does get to the membership, there's a lot of very loyal Boris backers amongst the mem- membership who clearly think he should still be there. Um, but I'd, I'd be surprised if they're going to support the man who they might consider got their man out. Oh, fair. The one that
0: delivers the blow... Never gets
2: the hat. Mm, very true. Heseltine, yeah. for example. Yeah. And with Heseltine, that was only decided by the MPs. It didn't even go to the membership. I mean, yeah. what Heseltine would have got in the membership in 1990 mm-hmm. um, would probably have been in single um, single percentage figures. Absolutely. So,
1: so the bet it is at the moment on on the exchange at the time recording two seven four Richie Sunak. Penny Morden, four point six, Liz Truss, who Lang wants to bang, six, um, and Tom Tuggan that at eighteen, um, and it's it's sort of like getting a lot bigger than the rest. Um, I I I don't like any 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 candidates to be honest.
2: Um, it's like an all age maiden, unfortunately
1: i i this is yeah it's like it's like one of them all-age maidens at at leopardstown that that they run at like the last race of the night and it's an amateur riders race just for john hines this and they back one from sixes into threes and it gets an easy lead it looks as bent as that as well um but i i just I, i i i despair um at the lack of quality in politics at the moment and on both sides this is not a a Tory bashing session. Um it, it literally is if you look at the quality in politics.
0: Don't get me started on the shite heads on the other side.
1: Yeah, it's, it's 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 very concerning for all concerned that the future of our of our um, existence is in the hands of some of these. But anyway, so we've gone through the best So well I wish you wish you both well with your
2: selections. Um more than I think, I think a strategy. Um <laughs> be get going forward as these various leadership candidates sort of fall by the wayside is working out who they're likely to back yeah and then trading trading off that so when Rishi sort of uh, goes out a bit I mean I would think it's inevitable that Sajid Javid will be backing him at some point so that's a, that's when, a, a, when Sergeant Javid looks like he's going to fall over but you know back Rishi yeah, that the the momentum will then go back to Rishi and he'll will contract a bit. Um, I I think I, that I, offers a bit of trading value.
1: I always say the London types, the, the the stock trader types, that they're useless when they come into betting. When Ben Wallace was first mentioned, he was punted into three point eight on Betfair. Um, and we we had another instance of that this morning. Jeremy Hunt was doing the rounds on all the all the news programmes, Esther McVeigh backing him, all this, that and the other. He was into as short as eleven on Betfair, now twenty-fives. You know well,
0: it's, he dropped his own cock off the minute he mentioned McDreah, didn't he? <laughs>
2: He did really, yeah. It looks um, a bit forced, that does Very rem- reminiscent of um, John Redwood and John and Ken Clark coming together, which would have been yeah. an interesting combination. Yeah.
1: Well, well, I, you know, as, as I say, you, you look on the World Economic Forum. It's Sunak, Modern Truss are all World Economic Forum. So is Jeremy Hunt. Um, it,
0: does does Truss actually contribute to that, or does she just sit there wondering why milk doesn't go off inside cows? <laughs>
1: That's that's best question ever. That
2: I'm to believe she's a very talented and capable lady.
1: Would yes. you never mind about that? <laughs> right? Have you got an answer to that? Why doesn't milk go off in cows? Like when you you know you've got to get it home and get it in your fridge. Right? You you know if you leave milk out today, look at temperatures today. Cows are in fields today. Right? It's not going off in them though. Why isn't it going off in it's them? But if you put, but if you put a pint of milk in that field. I'll like the, where cows are. Sit
2: next to them. I guarantee you, milk goes off. Perhaps their insides are made up of the same stuff you get that makes up cool bags.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: right, right, listeners. It's okay, I don't want to be an MP. That's the sort of thing which should be played out as I am. Um... <laughs> no, I, I'll put that. If you do, I'll put it on your campaign wall. Um,
1: that very thing. Um, but yeah. I mean, listen, that, that listeners, listen. That's a serious question. What, to explain to the bastards why this is not the case. Until it's truss. Until it's true, yeah.
2: Right, we'll move on. It's quite right to
0: make waves, actually, Woody, if you could pick
2: something up. Yes. <laughs> uh, He's very into pig sperm. Well, I, I
0: think we could make music. <laughs>
2: Oh good God! Uh,
1: move on, move on, move on. Um, I may have to
2: explain the pig sperm comment, but I'll do that in the. Uh, yeah. I'll do that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Don't get yourself in any more trouble.
1: The gambling, of course, a bit of luck here for us gamblers. Well, is it luck though? You know, we'd have rather just got this gambling review out of the way, wouldn't we? I mean, you know, it's, it's we want to know what we're facing and what and what's in it and, <clears> and what what pitfalls are going to be. Greg Campbell's been on. And he, he 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 actually took bookmakers to court over over some money that was held in his account, a large sum of his money as well, I believe. Uh, I don't want to quote him on that because I don't want to start, you know, uh, getting him into trouble or anything. But he, he did say that he checked this out. Apparently, that gambling com- gambling companies are only able to retain funds if they have evidence if a crime has been committed. Right, so. If it had, if if they believe a crime has been committed, they must report, uh, report report it. Basically, that it's a crime, it becomes a criminal police matter, right? And we're getting obviously punters, and this is the Matt Chapman thing. He's going to do a show with Boise, um about the about this sort of practice, which I'm really pleased. Well done, Matt Chapman, brilliant. Um, I like it. I hope you'd live to your promise and and do a full hour show on this. an old old to account what what they're actually doing, would he? This is the part of the gambling review that I think he's a little bit ignored. It's all one-sided. It's about protecting people that suffer from gambling harm, which I agree, there needs to be measures brought. I've I've had people on the show, this this isn't a a biased pod where we just ignore everyone's concerns. We take all concerns on board. And what's not been taken on board is just the general punter that are just getting ripped off right, left and centre by these ridiculous checks when it comes to withdrawing your money after backing a winner and they don't like you and they don't obviously don't want your business and then they require all sorts to be able to withdraw that money which is against gamb- uh, gambling commission guidelines because you're not supposed to ask it for withdrawals you're supposed to do it for deposits after you've deposited or before a deposit and secondly um like greg campbell rightly says um they only have the right to retain funds if they believe a crime has been committed So this then becomes, they should be contacting the police for all these
2: people's money that they're holding. It's very true. I mean, to give a shout out to another one of John's heroes, Philip Davis, (laughs) he did did point out to the ex-gambling minister, who must must be sort of a a very, very unlucky punter because he resigned 20 minutes before um, Boris resigned and then he didn't get his job back. So unlucky, but... We won't, yeah. uh, we won't shed too many tears for, for Mr. Philp, Phil. Um, yeah. but he, he basically said, you know, you've got the bookmakers and the corporates on one hand who are doing their lobbying. You've got the anti-gambling charities, what have you, doing their lobbying. And no one throughout this whole process seems to be speaking for the punter. Aside from, you know, the, the template letters that I, I believe they got thousands of them in, but... Yeah, they, they unfortunately with lobbying they tend to listen more to the uh, the pro- professional lobbyists who make a noise on Twitter that's that yeah that's been one of the flaws in the um, in in the whole process I think and perhaps if that had been examined a bit those letters had been examined a bit more and we would have had some people who were lobbying on behalf of punters I know there's the um, horse racing betting forum who are d- doing a good job, but they're not really resourced enough to, to fight, well certainly not as resourced as the the other two sectors. Um, this may have been picked up on but as it is, you know, it's only people like you who are making the noise who have managed to get on the TV to that they're actually getting this recognised and it's going to be interesting to see how it progresses because if they, the companies have been acting unlawfully and if the gambling commission have been issuing the wrong guidance or unlawful guidance, well that you would think could lay down the conditions for some sort of um, legal challenge.
1: Yes, where there's blame, there's a claim. Ambulance chasers—you've chased Mercedes, Benz, diesel claims, Volkswagen diesel claims for years. This is your chance.
2: Step there is up.
1: no shortage of ambulance chasing lawyers who, yes.
2: got, um, who are unemployed at the moment. Step so.
1: up to the parapet. If you—I mean, what I recommend to any of our listeners—if you've ever ever. Been, I sound like one of the adverts now. If, you, if you've been affected, um, if you ever have been asked for data and have produced data that you didn't want to do and you felt that this was wrong, but you did it just because you wanted a bet, like like a lot of people, um, make sure you save the emails, save the correspondence, save everything you can in your email box because I've got a feeling and a, and a, and a strong feeling at that that this is all going to come out and there's going to be some sizable payouts through this. Because this is, to me, I don't think it's lawful in, in, in one of those. Greg Campbell sums it up there, like in what he said, that basically if the bookmakers feel a crime has been committed, they have to get in touch with the authorities. They aren't getting in touch with the authorities. They're just withholding the money and not sending the money back. So that that to me is, it's not a crime being committed. So therefore they're acting unlawfully. So, so again, save all your correspondence. Save all, all, all everything you've got. All the chat room, you know. Make sure you do it. And if you haven't got it, do it again. If if they're still withholding your money, chat with them again and make sure you save that because you'll, you might need that evidence. When it comes to where there's blame, there's a claim. And you might thank us for that because, because listen, I, I, I've got a strong feeling that this is going to be the case because the bookmakers haven't a clue. Entain, Flutter, all, all made up of corporate types, don't know what they're doing. They're from other industries. The Gambling Commission are all made up from farmers, chemists, anything but horse racing people involved. They don't know what they're doing. And literally, if, if this does not become legislation by the government or law, then they have breached data rights. I am absolutely positive about that. Um, but we just need lawyers to confirm this and make sure that uh, these naughty bookmaker types um, have, uh, have committed these offences. Uh, John, have you ever, any, ever had any trouble with, with, with the gambling police?
0: Up to press. All I've had is a couple of uh, emails from Betfair just saying so we've noticed a change in your betting patterns. And... Do you need to talk to someone? And he uh, I just emailed back and said, probably a okay, psychiatrist.
1: Just- <laughs> you know, you you know what that reminds me of it's the Shawshank Redemption thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like right. So like you know when Red he has his first appeal for parole. Yeah. And yeah. he's and he, and he says yes, I I believe I'm really changed, man. I have really learned, I've learnt a lot from my time in here. And um, yes, I believe I'm. Yes, I I can. I'm a good person now, rejected, and then his second one he actually says to him, "Do you know what? It, it, well, just to cut, long story short, get get the get fucked." <laughs> and then uh, accepted. You know, I mean, it's, it's like the it, it, it feels like that. It feels like you could say to a gambling company, "What? You know, I'm, there's no problem," and then they'll still stop you. But if you just turn around and say. Nah. <laughs> like yeah,
0: your... I, mean, I, I found it interesting that they say that you know, with all money, if the crime is committed, I mean, surely, I mean, that should reign for a start, financial crime, you know, I mean,
2: otherwise
0: you get well, otherwise you're getting into all sorts of territory, aren't you? You know, I mean, you could say, well, we can't finish money because we think he's guilty of crimes against humanity.
1: Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, <that's what> <laughs> all about, you know. I I think that's it, and and credit to Chapman and Boise, because we do need this out in the open. We really do. It's something that I've been passionate about for for a long time. And by the way, this is not anti-gambling harm. You know, the measures are needed, but the gambling harm people, uh, to be honest, have have annoyed me of late because they've played the the violin on on the suicides and the, it's like the oven with COVID scenario, where they go, "Well, did he did he die of a gambling addiction, or did he die be, with a gambling?" It, it, it's, it's, it's very difficult to attribute a, a gambling suicide in certain instances, but that doesn't mean I'm not sympathetic. It, far from it, because I've I've talked to people from that side. I've talked to people that have lost the wife, the family, the businesses. Uh, I, I've, I've talked to them privately to learn more and more needs to be done, which is why we came up with the SCW, which was a single-customer wallet idea, rather than the dirty bookmakers that have got the single-customer view and all the data's in their hands. We don't want that. No one wants that except the bookmakers. That's why they aren't screaming. And and this is it. This is why it needs bringing out in the open, talking about on television channels, and I hope journalists take this seriously because it's their futures as well. Because if people aren't betting it's going to go down the ground route it's going to go down a dark path that that no one wants other than the big corp that are just ripping people off and taking money off them willingly on slot machines etc etc that we all know that horse racing is a lost leader for the slots and that's how they play it online they want to entice people into betting online and hopefully steer them into the slots that's been the marketing ploy since well since, since online was was, was invented. So there we go. Two hundredth cheer and breathe. Anything else, chaps, to add? We've no Jimmy Lynn this. Well, I have no Jimmy Lynn this week. John, have you anything? I have. Yes. Yes. Right. Go. And it's a bigger. Go. Oh, we love this. Love this.
0: Um, the first race at Ascot yesterday. There was some very very nice two year olds in it ourselves, um, and I, I sent three of them over to you. You did. Um, one I didn't send over. Oh, was... you
1: don't like that? Are you
0: what <laughs> <laughs> one, one, one I didn't send over was one Which of the winner? I was no, I was single the winner.
1: <laughs> you did, uh,
0: um, was one I thought would be last actually, and he wasn't last, he was fifth, and that's two past eight of Alan Kings. And physically this was probably the most impressive of the lot but he was fatter than bernard manning (laughs) um honestly he was huffing and puffing but walking down at the start and i I actually thought to myself and look at the state of him and i mean he's a grand grand type you know here's a dancer by oasis Jane. He's a terrific road match. Puts wonderful fronts on that horses, um, And this one's by Sir Percy. So he's got a bit of length to him as well. And he still managed to look fat, which was unbelievable. And Liam Kennedy was up. So everything said floor took SP of 80 to 1.
1: Yeah, man's brother, Canary, yeah. yeah.
0: This exceeded all expectations running fifth. Year. I give him 63 for the effort. This can find £30. Uh, I'm absolutely sure of that. Um, now, not being privy to uh, any inside information from Alan King, I don't know what the plan is or anything else. I mean, he might get three, three <coughs> quick and him.
1: Three-year-old handicaps usually king. Yeah. <coughs> but, don't die on me. No, he's lovely <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, I mean, kings usually want three runs for a mark. So um, you can see this taking
0: three runs
1: to get fit. Yeah, but it's what it's a longer. T- should we call it a longer term sort of like? Because coming on to our final question, um, it's from Golf Club, and he says, "Why am I an unlucky?" CU next Tuesday.
0: Because
1: he jumped SHIP <laughs> ship Jump, Yeah, no time for ship jumpers. Here. <laughs> it's just terrible, terrible. Lambasting our performances, tipsters. Check the bar steward site and see the profits. It's all there. There's, there's no, there's, there's, no made up rubbish. It's yes, it's Fantasy Island prices. But if you're beating twenty percent of Fantasy Island prices, it means you're not idiots. Um, and we've Richmond to thank for that. <laughs> You know, so, so well played, Andy Richmond for going out as shit uh, this year, and obviously you, John, bouncing back with a lovely winner on Saturday. Yeah,
0: and it are all Richmond, do not I Really,
1: you do. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be a big task for us. He's on fire this year. um, Is Richmond, but anyway, so. John's come with a fantastic Jimmy Lindley there long-term. Um, I bet, I, and I've no doubt he'll back it next time, because it, 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 he'll, he'll have to. He'll, he'll have to it, have a it score. It depends
0: us. how long he leaves it. I mean, if he runs it in a fortnight. I will because it, it's impossible yeah. to get, yeah. get it. But, like, say, if it popped up again in a month, I'd be, oh, hello. Because yeah. I seriously think it might be patent class. She she's, she's thrown one already with 100 knob racing post rating. So it it wouldn't be the biggest shock if it was one
1: of his better asses. Good stuff, that John. And, and don't forget, this is John that, that spotted Cesurko. Um, you know, like he, 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 John's when John's confident, I really like it. So two past eight, the Jimmy Lindley for John. So we'll leave it on that. Um, thank you very much uh, to Councillor Woodman, uh, John Lang. Uh, we're back Can on I Friday. Like, um- can I just
2: congr- congratulate both of you on um, reaching and all your other contrib- contributors for reaching 200 shows? Yeah, I mean, it is. It's it's amazing. And there's so much, I mean, you, speaking to more and more people who are listening and, you know, they, they find your, your pr- presentation very professional. John's one-liners are absolutely brilliant. And the amount of times that I'm just on my morning walks and people looking at me strangely as i just burst into laughter <laughs> so um, john ranting, someone i mean you do it you're doing it all for free um yeah. you know you're, you're making a difference in the industry i don't think there's any more smoke i can blow up your ass but i think it's been yeah it's been, uh, it's, it's been a brilliant product and here's to the next two four six eight hundred shows Absolutely, yeah, and and I mean, I, I've no
1: doubt it's like Denise finger blasted and things like that at like seven thirty in the morning that gets you going, wouldn't it? you know, on, on that that frosty morning midwinter walk and John mentions Denise in suspenders and finger blasted and things like that. Yeah, I mean, so it's all good. Um, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm sure that 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 there's people that appreciate the show. Some some will not some will hate us, but that's Hukum. that's the. That, yeah, uh, yeah, hook them back, back hook them. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that's all from us. We're back on Friday with uh, myself, John. This is the plan lineup. Nevender's back. The jump the jumps are back, Cartmel and Market Razor next Saturday. Oh, uh, so, so we've got <laughs> John Moons there. So we've got we've got Nevender and Adam Norman uh, comes back on Friday uh it's together with me and John. so yes yeah, so, so <laughs> Adam might not have recovered from uh from his stunk on, um, uh, from Royler Clay. From Royler we won't, we won't see him. <laughs> right, that's that's
2: all from us. Bye for now.
1: Right, the show's over, boys. Thank you very much.